Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Subtle Storm. Thank you for joining me today, and it has been a minute, not that long, but it's been a minute since I've been back on here, and I always appreciate the patience that you guys offer me and the love and care that I receive when I do upload, and even when I don't. And ironically, today's episode is going to be on similar topics to that, taking time with yourself, learning how to connect to the divine and your higher self and taking time away from healing. That's that's the main point of this. And when I say that, I don't mean like completely stopping your healing. And I think part of what is prominent to recognize about this topic is that we are always growing. If we set out on this journey of self-discovery and of self-acknowledgement, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, um, societal understanding, all of those things, there's an innate growth aspect that comes with that. You know, I mean, to some degree, I can't say that across the board, but if you have always noticed that regardless, you are continuing to grow throughout life, you know, you're growth-oriented, and you can say that honestly then this will be true for you. I think we're always on this perpetual growth field if we are in this path with life. No matter where we stop or where we go, we're always growing and we're always healing. And by doing the work regardless, um, at any point, we still think about that. It's an, It becomes innate to your way of life. Once you start off on these healing journeys and on your road to self-discovery, you just kind of innately recognize those things and innately understand and emote and, you know, think about those things. Um, the prominent part that I'm talking about here is I think that it is very necessary and natural to consciously take a pause when you maybe feel drained from that healing, drained from all of that self-discovery, um, or unable to relax, maybe you're stressed out, maybe you're just in taking too much information, maybe you're interacting with too many people, or intellectualizing too much with too many people, or con- conversating too much. It's very valid and I think expected to get drained when you're constantly working towards growth. Um, especially I think in therapy or psychological healing, um, it can become very overwhelming, especially when you're in multiple forms of therapy, when you're in therapy once a week or even twice a week, and even sometimes every other week, it can get very overwhelming. Everybody intakes information differently and sometimes it can be too much for us and we need to realize and understand how to take pauses and how to take breaks between that healing allow ourselves to really relax and figure out what relaxing actually means to you what's your relationship like with it how do you you know what is the self-talk that happens for you when you're trying to relax do you feel like you need to be up and doing more do you allow yourself to take a pause have you never allowed yourself to and is this pause for you going to look a lot bigger when you actually truly accept it I'm definitely on that journey right now. (laughs) Um, But, you know, asking yourself those questions and really allowing yourself to sit with them and do what genuinely you notice to feel right and to be good for you. And especially, you know, I think a big aspect to healing is taking those rests and taking those pauses 
we are not able to, you know, access things or work through things at our full capacity if we aren't allowing ourselves to rest and to regain that capacity. You know, it's a similar thing to mindless listening. You need to mindless listen sometimes to be able to hold space to mindfully listen to the next person or to yourself, even. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's aspect of exercising boundaries, but we won't go there today. Um, but it's really important to rest your mind. It's important to allow yourself the break that you so need and to pause and also recognize that that pause is crucial to your development within yourself and your own self-healing. You're not going to be able to understand your mind fully or, you know, work with yourself and, you know, be able to rationally, you know, rationally um, work with yourself. You're not going to be able to address and express and see and feel all of your emotions if you're clouded in these ways really need to allow room for that to exist and that's going to look different for everybody like I said those questions are necessary um you're never lazy and you're never not doing enough when you're just taking a break for yourself another aspect of this I want to talk about is meditation and connection to higher self and divinity or source or whatever you prefer to call that for yourself and your denominations or theologies. I think that at times a crucial part of, you know, revitalizing and pausing and relaxing is that connection. It can remind you of your place in the world. It can remind you of who you really are at your core, taking you away from all of those bigger, more intense healings and, and feelings and egotistical personality developed ideals that actually aren't true to who you are. We are at our core, not our feelings, not our emotions, neither our experiences, but all of those things make us who we present to other people and how we perceive ourselves in that aspect when we're interacting socially with other people. And of course, it's not always the case we can connect divinely with people, but we also have to hold space to recognize who we are at our core, um, which is not always physical, nor emotional, intellectual, or psychological. And I think that pause and that way of connection and losing track or, you know, really allowing yourself to quiet the mind or allow the mind to exist as it is but still see in yourself deeper allows us to really truly relax and pause and this might not like look the same for everybody of course I know for me personally um it can be hard to accept I am definitely experiencing that too um as we all do I think but for me personally, I really find the deepest and most accessible way to connect to source is through music I and, and crystals as well. Um, but, you know, I'll put headphones on and just put on trance music and allow my brain to access all of these, you know, interesting synapses and colors and, you know, things that my brain wants to produce in that moment and really allow my body to just exist and my mind be fulfilled and completely, literally filled with this music. And whenever I find myself going in towards thought or trying to, you know, relive an experience or understand a new part of another experience or whatever it is, because my brain definitely tends to run off and try to understand a lot of things, which can be very draining. Um, I just 
you know, allow that thought to exist, allow whatever I'm experiencing to come up, but also notice and just allow it to breeze through <laughs> and not permeate my mind and then come back to the music, come back to my body and sometimes come away from my body. At times I'll have, you know, out-of-body experiences where I'll, you know, kind of envision like my spirit coming out of my body and above me in some way. It's hard to explain, but, you know, that's, I guess, the best way to explain it. But the recognition of that in itself that we can just exist without being a part of society, without being part of relationships, without being part of our own personality and our own ego is relaxing in itself. Knowing that we are a part of a bigger chasm and a bigger experience, bigger thing, and that our little experiences don't shape everything of who we are, and nothing will ever be permanent, no matter how hard it tries. <laughs> it's soothing in some way, shape, or another, and some people surely may disagree, and that is absolutely okay. And you are allowed to find relaxation and connection wherever you seek. <laughs> I think that that remembrance of how small we are really, and how short of our lives, how short our lives are, can really put us into perspective of how much we deserve that pause and how much we deserve sanity even through trying to heal. I think it's so easy to get really caught up in how much work that we're doing, how, you know, how far we're coming along and, you know, how much we're learning about ourselves, about other people, how we're applying it, how we're setting things and how we're working through everything and whatnot, but it doesn't mean <laughs> it doesn't mean that we can't pause. Um those bigger, intense things don't in need to encapsulate our entire existence. We're allowed to just be those beings and we're allowed to feel all of those things and experience all those things and we're also allowed to see them as nothing. <laughs> There's a dualistic non-duality that exists within there, and it's beautiful. And we are allowed to kind of control it to some degree in our perspectives of it, and being able to pause and recognize that is powerful. <laughs> I think overall resting your mind, allowing yourself space to exist in however you're, ex you're existing, not having expectations on yourself, and even pausing to remember your place in the world and the universe and that we have such short lives. We do die. All of these experiences, unfortunately, if you perceive it that way, do pass on and, and that doesn't make them insignificant to our perception now, but it does make it small. It does make it in a way that it's okay to pause with it doesn't make it any less real or any less difficult or whatever it may be, but we can still choose to pause and to recognize the place that those experiences have in our lives and how much they are affecting us and how much they are taking away from our own peace of mind and relaxation. This is essentially the practice of non-attachment <laughs> to some degree, you know, realizing that, you know, especially when it comes to material items, let's say, 
you know, noticing or recognizing that that thing will never define who we are and that it will never be a true definition or a part of us. And yes, we may have had a sentimental value to it. Maybe it had a significant memory attached to it, but it does not signify directly. It is not that exact thing that it signifies. It will still live on in our memory for as long as we exist and as long as we are conscious of it. But it is not our ego. I mean, it is our. It is an attachment to our ego. It is not who we are at our core. And neither will it matter when we die. <laughs> so it's like it's never invalidating the emotions that arise with it. It's just acknowledging the way that things are, which will never make things not how they are, if that makes sense. But basically, the moral of the story today is to take that time to relax, to pause, and to breathe to be with yourself, to be with your higher self, to be with source, to exist in any way that feels really genuinely, positively, constructively good for you. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today and thank you for having the same patience with me as I hope that you have with yourself. (laughs) Namaste.